Hey everybody, welcome to Licked and Loaded. I'm Laura Desiree and I couldn't be more excited for today's special guest. I have been trying to get her in for this chat for years and years and years. And although I know her better than anyone else in this life on this planet, she always fascinates me. This is my absolute best friend in the whole wide world. Today, we're bringing in my identical twin sister, Sophie. So we're going to be addressing all of those classic twin questions, as well as questions you've submitted on my Instagram. So here's hoping she answers my call. Fingers crossed. Here she is, my identical twin sister, Sophie. Hello. Hey. It's so crazy that you're actually taking this call and agreeing to do this episode with me right now. Hi, Sophie. You're in New York City. Tell us how it is. I'm terrified to do this call with you, by the way. This is like miles and miles outside of my comfort zone, but, but let's do it. How's New York? Um, it's raining today hence the frizziness. It's very humid here. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm living that fabulous unemployed life in New York City, so. Yeah, times are tough for everyone though, and you're in a magical place. But Sophie, let's lay out the facts for everyone, because they might not believe that we're twins looking at us. I know things have changed in our faces, yeah. um, but we are absolutely identical twins. Yes. Uh, people always want to know who's older. That's me by one yeah. minute, just That's one right. minute older. That's right. Um, born identical twins, but have grown to be very, very different. I have some proof, actually. I think you're going to like this. Some proof of how identical we once were. <laughs> That's right. And for all of your followers, this is Laura's real face. Stop it. That's what she really looked like. That's, of course, you bring that in. You hang that in your house, don't you? I do. And what's really special about this is on the back, oh our mom drew directions for who is who, just in case we ever got it mixed up. Well, they did. I mean, identical twin babies is like a curse on new parents. I mean, really anyone. You're not, you're not really prepared for it. When we were little babies, my toenails were painted red, which was where all of this slutty facade started yeah, it, it started in, in infancy yeah that's, um, that's how they told us apart i mean i've seen pictures of us and to this day i still can't tell us apart especially like the new fresh baked baby wrapped up in the incubator yeah tell. but i do remember looking at a lot of family photos of us and when we would play dress up i always took on this like very uh what would you call it so very i think our role playing as children really was based on like famous couples we love to do beauty and the beast you always got to be beauty and i was always the beast we played spider-man a lot too and you got to be mary jane i got to be spider-man which is cool yeah um, i mean 
if we were playing Little Mermaid, you know who Prince Eric was. You were Prince Eric every time. I don't know why I always insisted on being the diva, the, the, the beautiful feminine character, but you really did well at playing the hunk. So, you know, those roles were kind of decided early on. Uh, Sophie, are you taller than me still? Uh, yeah, I like to think I'm about an inch taller than you. Right, which makes I for- I that at a nice six feet. Yeah, so you actually make the six foot mark. I'm just telling a lie every time I say it, right? Five <laughs> eleven. Um, are you happy that your name is Sophie and not Laura? Uh, yeah, I've always liked my name. Um, I think it's, well, when I was younger, it wasn't as popular. So I was generally the only Sophie in the friend group. Um, but yeah, anytime I think about my name, I'm brought back to uh, childhood, which is uh, specific to how our dad would tell us apart. Um, and he would, he would introduce us to people with this preface of, this is Sophie. This is Sophie O with the round face and Laura over here, long face. That's it, you're doing it. Yeah. So Laura it, with the long face. I know I, I did have this complex for a while that I was given that name specifically because of its roundness and you were given your name for the length, the skinniness, but you know, apparent, apparently according to dad, we were named after Sophia Loren. Right. Um, but um, you know, our family has different views. Something to aspire to forever and for always. Okay, so um, people always want to ask the number one twin question you get throughout the ages, regardless of whether you're talking to 40 year old twins or you know, three year old twins, you always ask who's the good twin, who's the evil twin. Yes, I know my mind is made up on this one, but do you uh, have any uh, deciding factors on this argument? Okay, so from an outsider view, yes you could definitely categorize Laura as the evil twin. <laughs> That's like a given. Um, you go back to home videos of us, you're often beating me up. Um, there's a lot of pictures of you putting me in chokeholds. So I, I mean, yes, Laura is the evil twin, but I really don't think that's fair to give twins this like sort of black or white option of like, are you good or bad? Because fuck, I like to have a little evil in me too. And know? I know that you do. I know that you do have a bit of an evil side. You've, let, you've got a, like a subdued evil that's like subliminal. I know that you've definitely exercised that evil side, especially more in adulthood, but I always resorted to violence as a child. I don't know why I had more uh, explosive temper tantrums than you. Like yes. I would have been afraid of a child like me, quite honestly, you know, like it was a lot to hear always been very emotional like that um but i always i'm very proud to call myself the evil twin i have an impulsiveness that i cannot muzzle i can't i can't hog tie it and contain it i'm always gonna have an impulsiveness that takes me into all kinds of adventures like i just don't say no to things as often as you do yes you have always been the extrovert and the impulsive one and what i find really interesting is i've always envied that I wish that I could be spontaneous like you. I am so much the introvert and stuck in my head, chewing on thoughts, you know, stewing in my own insanity. Whereas I envy that you have this freedom to be like, fuck it and do it. So go girl. 
I mean, hey, there's a lot of consequence that comes with leading this life, Sophie. And you know, over the years, I've had to, you know, pray for mercy and, and hope that I still have a twin sister in some of the decisions that I've made. Um, people also always want to ask, how are you two different from each other? And it's a tough one to answer, but aside from the impulsiveness and aside from the Botox and fillers, how would you say that we're different from each other? Um, yeah, that's totally um, the, the life of a twin uh, is that forever from the moment you're born till you or your twin dies, really, um, you're going to be sorry, but you're going to be compared to that person. It's just like the nature of human beings. They're fascinated by twins and they like to compare you. So that's a mind fuck in itself. But um, how are we different? Yeah. Um, well, not just the introvert extrovert point I wanted to make, but um, I think very much in our, our, our personal style and work ethic too. I think you've always been extremely fiery and focused and this like constant run of work like what it's I'm trying hustle. to say it's a hustle it's a hustle and you're like a workhorse yes where I um I know myself I need a lot of motivation to, mm. get, to get moving um like I I'm kind of stuck in student syndrome to be honest I love being a student and I feel like I've gone back to school so many times now that it's like god Sophie when are you going to jump into your career you know, so. No, I commend you for that focus, if anything, because yeah, I have always been more of the hustler in that, you know, I can, if I find myself short of finances, I know how to secure it. And I can, I can definitely put myself out there to, you know, get another job or to move a project along. But I- You started I, having a job first, right? You, what was your first job in the shopping mall? My first job was uh, The Gap. The Gap, yeah. I was so jealous that you were working at The Gap. I remember being like, oh my God, Laura has a job. She's folding clothes, listening to great music all day. Like, it's so cool. And, and you know what? It's actually like retail is a hell that I wouldn't wish upon anyone. So it's funny how that perspective changes over time. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely held more employment than you. I would say yes. that. Totally. I've worked so, more. Hey, I'm not a good worker. I am a good worker. I just know you're, um, uh, you've sought it out for yourself more. Yeah. I, I don't accept uh, a lull in any part of my life. I want to keep it all moving. Okay. Uh, so what about this one? How did your independent personalities start to take form? Because this was actually a very uncomfortable transition in our life with twins especially. It's not just growing apart from a sibling, it's growing apart from your twin. So do you know the moment that that change started happening between us? I do. And I, I would love to know if other twins share this experience. So painful, yes. I remember we started developing our own personalities really when um, the sexual awakening started yeah. happening for us. and. You were, as we mentioned, much more the go-getter. You were ready to go yeah. out there and, and start exploring worlds of relationships and, and sex and intimacy. And I just remember being so pissed at you. Yes. I was so pissed at you for leaving me, leaving the sisterhood, the twinship, you know? 
Yeah, I was learning new skills, gaining new experiences. And I'm <laughs> feeling the guilt at that time. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you are running around with, you know, partners or exploring what that feeling is, be it stimulation that could be sexual or just someone focusing on you as an independent person, yeah. I remember having to keep all of that excitement that I was feeling very repressed and very locked up and away from you because any piece of evidence of me changing yeah. left such a massive, you know, reaction from my sister. It just created this huge wall between us. And I remember thinking, you know, in many, in many instances, okay, am I going to be a person that has relationships and sexual relationships, or am I just going to be a twin for my whole life? You know, like, am I not going to permit myself to explore that side of myself? Like boyfriends, girlfriends, all of those steps that you collect in your sexual awakening, I had to do all of them so privately. God, this is like therapy right now. It is like therapy right now. Um, this is why you didn't want to take the call. You didn't want to go to therapy. <laughs> I didn't want to go here. Um, <laughs> No, it's so funny thinking back on that. I was so pissed at you. And um, yeah, I was not ready. Yeah. I, I remember like all my friends were doing it. I remember it was like, you know, very much what was happening at school. And um, I put my foot down and was like, I do not want to do it. I have no interest in sex. I have no interest in being intimate with someone. I, I, I really was not about that. Yeah, you hated some of my first partner's boyfriends, really, because you, you kind of start with straight option, because that's what everyone in your world, you know, kind of celebrates and pushes you towards. Um, but I remember, like, you would go to great lengths to tell me just how ugly some of these people were, and it really hurt my feelings. I'm sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, necessary step here, people. Do this time to mend with your family. Uh, what about this one? How does your twin relationship influence your outside relationships? Do you have any impossible expectations of friends or partners that are based on the relationship you and I have? Great question. Um, I am a highly sensitive individual. I don't know. If, would you say you are too? No, oh, massively. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I definitely have, um, I'm guilty of trying to turn my romantic partner into my twin. Mm -hmm. I'm guilty of thinking their wardrobe is my wardrobe, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, thinking what's theirs is mine basically, because that's all I knew from my experience as a twin. Yeah. Um, I'm guilty of being territorial too. And not like in a creepy way, like with a knife or anything, but like, <laughs> I'm definitely, I definitely want to be in that person's life emotionally, um, uh, emotionally more than with anything. The, with an intimacy that is so profound, it exists only between you and the other person. I know. But that I finished your sentence. Another thing twins do, but that's exactly, you know, the dilemma I find myself in all the time. It's like, I know there's another human being out there who knows me so intimately that it goes unspoken between us, but we have this connection. And I keep expecting that of really close friends and partners. And it's just so unfair because these people aren't part of twinships. So they don't understand this level that I require from them. So it's really not fair. That's something I have to work on every day though. Me too, girl. We have to evolve. 
we have to evolve. We have to become better. We will survive this <laughs> twinship that's on us. Um, what about uh, we were? What about who takes more time to get ready for a night out? Uh, I would say you do. No, no, Sophie. This is so. Yes. You have this all wrong. I have my face ready by like paint by numbers at this point. Like I go in, I go da, 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 da. I usually know that I'm gonna dress like some form of a circus clown if we're going out. So it's an unrealistic cartoon-like outfit and I've already figured it out. I even have, you know, a character that I'm gonna play because I look this way. You, I have been left hours late for events because of you not being able to decide on, you know, what outfit you're gonna wear and like, yeah. For a girl that swipes mascara on her eyes and maybe taps a rouge on her lip, I don't understand. I mascara today. No mascara, nothing. <laughs> Listen, you're right. You're, I, I see what you're saying, and I, I can explain myself. <laughs> you need to understand, I hate going out. <laughs> I hate going out. I hate schmoozing. I hate uh, big social gatherings. They just make me so nervous. Um, so I think in, in preparation for getting ready to go out, my focus is, God, I gotta be comfortable. And I'm talking about the clothes I'm wearing. If I'm not comfortable in my outfit, it's gonna be a rough night. If I I'm not here and my waist is in some kind of cinched outfit, I will be furious, furious. Yeah. So. So moo-moos for the rest of your existence would probably be your best fashion option. Moo-moos are like, like denim overalls. I'm really comfortable with that. Yeah. But you also make it look really good. I, for some reason, have this idea that I do require 50 pounds of makeup, and that's from the conditioning of doing it every day for my job. Uh, yeah. What about greatest twin adventures? Because I'll say one thing about twins, no one goes on the adventures like twins go on adventures. And we've been on some epic ones, whether it's birthdays or just weird moments in our life where we decided to fly to the other side of the world. What's the number one twin adventure you can think of? I mean, there are so many. I know. What's coming to mind for me, and I love this, was probably our 21st birthday. Oh. Um, uh, oh. I hope you remember. Yeah, it's, it's blurry. We, we bought tickets to one of ACDC's final concerts uh, at the MGM Grand and stayed at the Palms, Playboy. at the Palms, the Playboy, the Playboy Palms Hotel, yeah. Yeah, and just fucking gave it. Yeah. We just I mean, went hard. We went really hard, and I was really impressed with you because as reserved as you may appear to viewers, you're really not. I'm pretty sure it was you that bought the cocaine off the driver. You yeah. know, I'm pretty sure that that was you that negotiated that little plan, but how else do you ring in your 21st? You know what I mean? In Vegas. Listen, I... I would do it all again if I could. Yeah. If my body could endure another night like that, endless, endless vodka sodas, endless bumps of cocaine, <laughs> endless rock and roll. I mean, listen, I'm sure my family's going to see this and our family's going to see it. I I'm not ashamed to say it. I've partied. Yeah. And I think that that's part of the journey of life and having someone to do it with was pretty awesome. I mean, I, I still love my adventures. They're a little more toned down than they were, but you and I, I mean, we've gone to Europe together. Uh, yeah. 
we did a wonderful like month and a half through Europe where you joined me on a burlesque tour. And I recall many a nights where you were in the dressing room with me actually applying makeup to not only my ass, but other performers' asses to make yeah. sure we look stage ready. I mean. Yes, that was probably the highlight of my European trip with you was yeah. um, concealing uh, any blemish on the butt of a burlesque dancer. But actually, let me just swing back to who takes longer to get ready, just because <laughs> I'm remembering something. I dropped out of college for my Toronto people. I dropped out of Ryerson University to go to beauty school. I went to the School of Makeup Art in Yorkville and spent, I don't know, nine months doing all the beauty school things, hair, makeup, nails. I was a real makeup girl, like pounds and pounds of foundation, mascara, lashes. That was my life for a while. And now, like some 12 years later, I, don't, I barely wear anything. Uh, if I'm into your truest form, though, at this point, can we can we do some dirtier stuff? Uh, let's try. Have a big sip. Take a big sip of that tea and hold on to your uh, your pants here. What do you think about that fantasy? You know, of sleeping with twins. I know that a lot of guys, when they find out that we're twins, I mean, I've had experience with guys being like, "That's so cool. Have you two ever had a threesome with somebody?" Yeah. Yeah. No. Okay. I, my personal opinion, I think the idea of that is disgusting. Mm. And I too have been um, propositioned to, uh, you know, get you involved in something. Um, and <laughs> I'm just always so shook when that is, is shared because um, I think that's, that's disgusting. It's yeah. not anything I'd want to share with you. I'm sorry. That's like yeah. the one experience I don't want to share with my sister. No, and, and anyone who's thinking that family members would want to um, engage in that is a little twisted. I don't. I don't ever even want to hear your breathing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's just something. Like we might have the most sacred uh, and and in incredible bond between us, but I don't want to be a part of your sexual life. And that's where it ends for me. And I hear it so often. People are like, oh my God, that's so hot. You're a twin. Why is that hot? You know, like you're talking about condoning a truly repulsive act. I'm just, I can't get down with it and it's never gonna happen ever in my life. Get it in your heads, folks. Forget about it. In fact, love us for the individuals that we are, okay? You know, like don't ever try and bring my twin reality into your sexual fantasy. I, I will absolutely reject you as best I can. I mean, completely, you you're think, gone. Do you think we've ever kissed the same person? Like unknowingly? I don't think so. I mean, we lived apart for so many years. I mean, there was definitely some crossover. I did live in New York City. You did move to New York City and we had some crossover years, but I don't think, I have not intentionally sought out okay, anyone. Stop right now. If it's happened, I don't want to know about it. Okay. Yeah. It. Is, that, is that where you want to, you want to just happened, I don't want to know about it. I would be pissed though, just saying, like it would be a- I would be pissed. Yeah. I would be pissed. So stop the conversation right there. I don't want to know. Okay, would you say we have the same taste in people? Hmm. Yes and no. Hmm. If it comes to like famous faces, 
you know, Hollywood actors and actresses. Yeah, sure. Yes, definitely. I, I think there's a definite attraction to weird and wonderful. I'm talking, um, I'm talking uh, Jeff Goldblum. Crispin Glover. You read my mind. I saw him on the subway the other day and I was like, Crispin Glover, God, like he looks good and weird. But also uh, um, Cal from Titanic. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What's that guy's name? Uh, uh, Billy Zane. Billy Zane, yes, Billy Zane, hot. Totally hot. Um, but yeah, no, I think if I'm looking at your track record of people you've dated, no, definitely not. We have very different tastes. I describe mean, my perfect, describe what my, my ultimate crush is or my, my type, if I have you, a type. You, you, do, you do lean towards people that I sometimes find to be pretentious, but I know that it's- it's the vocabulary and the way that they carry themselves that can be appealing. I mean, I love a leading man, don't get me wrong. And yeah. you always have been with very attractive people, but they do have a quality about them that I feel competitive with. And that's just because I'm a twin and I, I'm always going to feel that little hint of competitiveness with anyone that might be trying to know you better than I do. Can I, can I just say something? Yeah. If I don't personally think I have a type, I've dated all kinds of people. Um, I, I don't, looks wise, I don't have a type. But if you have an anger problem, I'm interested. Why? I don't know. Like if you're like stoic and very serious, I'm interested. I don't know why. It's just, it's, it's a weird attraction. It's funny, I keep saying that I want to be, like, my ultimate partner would be a total goofball, but that's just not come my way. I always look for the challenge. I'm like, if there's someone who's truly impenetrable, I'm going to find a way in. Like, that's just the, the <laughs> overachiever. You know, that's the overachiever in me. And I, you know, maybe that's a good thing, though. You know, it keeps you really, it keeps you slick on your game. It keeps you hot to trot. The tool belt is sharpened and ready to rock. Yeah. Uh, okay, what about... Uh, have any romantic partners tried to compete with your twin? I mean, there have been a couple girlfriends that you've had, Sophie, where I did feel that they were absolutely trying to be a better friend to you than I was. Ooh. Ooh, I know. Ooh, therapy Perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah, yeah, I felt competition. Yeah. Um, I would love to know other twins um, if they've gone through the same thing with, with yeah. partners of their sibling feeling threatened yeah. um, of the, of the relationship of the bond, you know, like if you're staying at my place, I'd rather sleep in the bed with you than my partner. And that's weird. I don't know. That's, that is a detail that is so specific to, uh, to us at least. I don't know if I can speak for other twins, but I will never sleep as good as when I'm sharing a bed with you. I agree, man. Dude, that, that goes back to the, the first, you know, the beginning of this life, though. Like, when we're back to back in a bed, I knock out, it's the best sleep of my life. Safety. Amazing. Sophie, uh, do you have any, I don't know, do you have any content or places you want people to come seek you out? Or do you want to just stay anonymous, kind of, in the, in the uh, middle? Please. Do I have a social media there you uh, go. presence? Sure, I'm on Instagram. Is there much to see there? I talk about movies I like. I put post pictures of my dog up. Yeah, but nothing, nothing too interesting yet. 
I handle the scandal. It's all good. <laughs> I'll take care of all that jazz. Uh, but Sophie, thank you for making time to be on my podcast. Was there anything else that you wanted the people to know about twins and the experience? I do. I want to share a story very quickly. Um, it's sort of a lesson to the public uh, who have friends that are twins. Uh, maybe there's twins in their family. Do your best to not compare them, especially side by side and pointing out things that are different because that will really, really affect their mental health in the long run. Hmm. And my favorite moment of when that happened was I think the first time you and I wanted to explore the world of modeling. <laughs> um, we had some family friends and, and um, people in the industry reach out to us and say like, come on girls, let's, let's get a twin thing going. And I remember that meeting with a big Canadian agent. This woman was terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, she will not be named. Um, but uh, I remember her inviting us in, telling us to have our bikinis ready to um, be photographed in, but then saying, you know, Sophie, I really see you as the catalog model. You're like the soft lingerie model. And Laura, you are the bad girl. You're the tattoos, editorial shoots, cigarettes. You're the bad girl. And it was from that moment, I was like, I am out. I want nothing to do with this. Um, and yeah, I, I, it's just one of the worst things you can do to twins. Right. Um, they have enough to deal with. <laughs> yeah. No, that's true. Growing up with total strangers approaching you on the street, starting it there standing you side by side. So. People always want to touch twins too. Like when we were little, I mean, I don't remember these, but you know, you talk to our dad and he'll always say that people would stop, you know, us in shopping malls to touch us. Don't touch twins. Yeah. I will, I have a confession to make. I am totally that person now though, that when I see twins in strollers, I make it my mission to wave down the parents and say, are they twins? You know, I'm a twin. Almost yeah, like you have an in. You have an in because we are part of that world. I know. We know the etiquette around it. I know that you're not there letting one twin know that they're the ugly one. Like we're not <laughs> right, and the rest of the world will take care of that for them. Right. Just and stop comparing twins and pointing out their differences. That's so it. I don't want to see any of that in the comments below, okay? <laughs> I don't want to hear it's prettier, okay? <laughs> awesome. Sophie, thank you. I know this was traumatic to sit and talk with me in front of a camera, but you did it. Thanks, girl. I think there's a lot more of it that we're going to be doing very soon. So thank you so much for joining me for Licked and Loaded. Uh, this is Laura Desiree signing off. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like favorite and subscribe to this channel. And yes, I want your comments below. I'll be watching for them. We'll catch you next time.